Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. A Canva helps you get your point across uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This episode is brought to you by Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hears from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Welcome to BrainStuff from How Stuff Works. Hi, BrainStuff. Lauren Vogelbaum here. It's easy to take Chinese five-spice powder for granted. You might even wonder if it's culturally authentic. But not only is this curious spice blend an important part of China's culinary tradition, it's an attempt to balance the crucial five flavors identified in Chinese culture. The spice blend itself is far from set in stone. You'll frequently find five-spice powder that contains cinnamon, star anise, cloves, fennel, and Szechuan peppercorns, but these specific ingredients vary. They don't even have to total five. That's because it's less a matter of combining five sources of flavor, but rather the creation of a spice blend that provides a balance of the five flavors themselves— bitter, sweet, spicy, sour, and pungent. According to chef and author of Stir Crazy, Ching He Huang, 
These flavors are crucial for balanced dishes in Chinese cuisine, and their use is more complex than a Western-branded bottle of five-spice powder might suggest. Huang said, Sometimes the West confuses Chinese five-spice with allspice, which can contain licorice, nutmeg, and black pepper. The spices in Chinese five-spice, separately and sometimes together, whole, are used in numerous dishes, from stir-fries to braised and stewed dishes, a wide range of recipes, whereas the West often uses it just in powder form and just for marinating. In her own cooking, Huang uses the powder for a variety of casseroles, spice rubs, marinades, roasts, stocks, and soy-braised dishes. While she admits that store-bought five-spice works perfectly well, she prefers to mix it herself. Huang said, I make my own with equal quantities of Szechuan pepper, star anise, cinnamon, fennel, and cloves. First, dry toast it, place it in a spice grinder, and grind until it's very fine. You can use a fine sieve to make sure there are no gritty or larger pieces. Huang also points to the deeper understanding of the five flavors, one based in traditional Chinese medicine's deep history of herbal medicine and body energy manipulation. According to Beijing University of Chinese Medicine professor Dang Yi, the five flavors ensure proper organ function and overall health in traditional Chinese medicine. The various ingredients in five-spice powder factor into other herbal medicine traditions as well, though Western medical evidence tends toward the inconclusive. The doctrine of the five flavors became established in China around the 4th century BCE, and tradition places its origin in the ancient myth-shrouded Jia dynasty of the 2nd millennium BCE. Whatever its exact origins, the concept proved pervasive enough to influence realms outside of medicine and cuisine, including philosophical discourse. As philosophy professor Spencer Wirtz discusses in his book Food and Philosophy, Selected Essays, the ancient philosopher Lao Zhi claimed the five flavors cause men to not taste at all. While this would seem counterintuitive to many modern readers, the Taoism founder's point was that if you use any sense to its fullest, you dull its ability— other Taoist thinkers made a point of championing the simple tastes of foods like rice and congee, tastes that are arguably annihilated by intense spices. Laoji's lesson on overindulgence is obvious, but other Chinese philosophers saw the value in a perfect balance of the five flavors. As Wirtz points out, a simple bowl of soup served as a potent political metaphor in the 4th century BCE text Zhou Chuan. A harmony of spices in the soup, it was said, would result in both a harmonious flavor and a harmonious mind. Of course, you don't have to risk political unrest or sensory decadence in your use of five-spice powder. The next time you reach for it, however, take a moment to consider the millennia's worth of tradition embodied in that tiny bottle of balanced flavor. Today's episode was written by Robert Lamb and produced by Tyler Klang. You can hear more from Robert on his podcast, Stuff to Blow Your Mind. And of course, for more on this and other pungent topics, visit our home planet, HowStuffWorks.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.